And we're back. Episode three. Three times the charm. Third time's the charm. I'm already fucking up. Okay. What's going on, guys? Welcome back to Closening. Your BFF, Jesse Comweller here. Um, so update on the pod. My mom does not want me to talk anymore about sex or blowjobs or vibrators. Or she was like, can we just do one show without vibrators? So I'm going to try. Um, my, I guess my biggest update this week is... My mustache is full on, full grown Tom Selleck over here. And my Armenian like laser hair removal place that's amazing that has free valet parking and is $10 for the whole stash is obviously closed. So I'm deciding to grow it out um, and making the brave choice. Not all heroes wear capes. They just wear mustaches. Um, so I'd love to hear what are you growing out? facial hair, spiritually, emotionally, call in, let me know. We don't have a number, but shout it from your house and um, I will probably hear you. Um, I guess I'm kind of settling into like a rhythm this week. I've started writing again. I'm. It's not anything good. It's total shit, but my butt is in the seat and I'm gardening. I don't really know what that means, but I'm like in my backyard moving things around, picking weeds and I've been cooking a lot. Um, I'm actually just drinking wine while my boyfriend cooks, but I'm there supporting, chewing, complaining. Uh, and what else? Oh, I feel like I'm like everyone's hating on masks. I feel like at least in LA, I'm really getting the hang of the mask and I'm really liking it because I just feel like as a woman, I'm always like, hi. Like I always have to smile. Like if you're walking in the flow, you know, you see a person and there's always this need to like say hello. And it's not, I, I, I do it naturally, but I find it's like kind of hard to just stay in my zone. And I feel like with the mask, like no one knows if you're smiling or whatever. So I, it like allows me to be the aloof bitch that I've always wanted to be. So I really suggest to you guys, um, embrace the mask. And I guess, yeah, it just feels like everything's normal, but I I do feel like there's been this kind of low hum of sadness, like this vibration to everything where it's like, especially in LA, everything's beautiful. But then if you look closer, it's just heavy and sad and there's, there's this vibration to it. And I don't know. It just feels like it's been really nice to get in nature. I know we're not really allowed to go in nature, but even just taking walks, I've noticed like the birds are flying a lot lower. I don't know if anyone else has noticed this. It's like kind of Hitchcock. The birds are like coming right up in your face, but it's really beautiful. And it, I don't know, it's just, there's this feeling right now that everything's very vulnerable and tender, um, including my heart. So let's transition awkwardly to speaking of blind British men. We have our guest this week. His name is Alan Greenberg. Okay. This guy fucking killed me. It's like a Mary Poppins chimney, Harry Potter come to tea. I can't fucking get enough of this accent. I, I think you guys will love it as Americans. I don't know what I'm just fucking obsessed with this accent. Um, so Alan is my friend Nick's granddad and I don't know. He's just really interesting. He's blind. He went to jail. He's got a lot of skeletons. He's pretty resistant to me in the interview. Like he kind of, he kind of pushes me away. Like I'll ask him a question and he he's hot and cold with me. And listen, it's a pattern I'm very familiar with, with men. So I think the interview goes as good as it can. Um, 
I feel a little bit guilty. I, I kind of feel like I'm trying to get off the phone with him for a while towards the end. Hopefully that's been edited out and it, it flows a lot better. So let's get into it. Let's hit the ground running. Alan Greenberg. Let's go. All right. So talk to me, Alan. Where do we start? Where are you and how are you? You, you, you phoned me. I don't know what you want to, what do you want to me? You want <laughs> you doing a listen. podcast. Hey, Alan, yes, listen. Yes, uh, you got to yes. listen you to me. You love my grandson. And now you want to put me in the frame. Hey, listen to me, Alan. I know you've never listened to a woman in your life before, but listen to my questions. I've been I've been married to I've been married to two strong ladies. Okay, Alan. Where are you and how are you? I'm very well, right? Except for the plague. You know what the plague is? Yes, I'm You know familiar. it's we're coming to Passover soon and there's the plagues. The Egyptians have got all over the place because of the plagues. <laughs> so, so what do you make of all this? Is this anything like? I don't know. It's dangerous, completely dangerous, because the whole world, the whole world will go. The whole world has got a problem, and we can't sort it out. So, ha- have you ever been through? I know you've been in prison. Um, is there anything <laughs> similar? Who told you I was in prison? Oh, never mind. Sorry. It, 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 I, I guess I, a, question, a question. I don't mind. I don't mind. That was that was forty odd years ago. Did you steal a loaf of bread like Les Miserables? What did you do? No, no, it wasn't a loaf of bread. So, how are y'all dealing with it over there? Good. We're just. We're, listen, I'm eighty years old, right? I don't go out that often, right? And how are we dealing with it? We're here. We're strong. We're survivors. The British are survivors. Do you not know that? Um, what do you what have you survived besides afternoon tea? What have I survived? <laughs> did Nick did Nicky tell you about my eye condition? No. He never told you I was blind. Oh, that's why you haven't said anything about my beauty yet. I, I don't know about your beauty. Tell me what you look like. I'm hot. I'm hot. So, so you're, hot. you're blind. What Tell is... me how hot you are. <laughs> I've got a good smile. I got a nice rack. Um, yeah. And I got a good personality. What else can I tell you? You got a nice personality. <laughs> Some people think so. <laughs> yeah. How old are you? 35. Are you 35? Yeah. Yeah. No kids. Where do you live? On I live, Pico? In, I live in California. Yeah, where about? Los Angeles, baby. I'm very famous. It's... And Los Angeles. Where in Los Angeles? On Pico? <laughs> On uh, which street? In Atwater Village. I'm not giving you my address, Alan, okay? I value my safety. I don't want some weird, blind <laughs> English guy showing up at my You're apartment. Your safety. <laughs> what do you mean your safety? But you got me on the podcast. <laughs> so, so talk to me. What is it like to be blind? No good. The problem is, right, I've had this since I was eight years old, but it's got worse over the years. Last three years, it's deteriorated, right? Because I could be able to see you before, couldn't see you now. I don't know what you look like. You can tell me you're beautiful. How do I know? Can't see you. Right. So, so what is the, what, but is I'm the living. what is the coolest thing about being blind? Like, is there an upside? 
the upside is people want to help you all the time. I go for a walk, right, I'm with my stick, tick, 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 walking along on the stick, yeah, yeah. And all these old ladies want to help me. I go in the store, they say, can I help you? And I just keep telling my wife, I've pulled again. I don't stop just pulling these ladies with dogs or without dogs. So do you accept help? Is it hard for you to accept help from people? And I'm a strong person. I'm, what help can I get? I don't want to be helped. I, I want to want to live, don't I? I don't want to be helped. I'm not an old. I and might what, be eighty, but I ain't old. I'm a young what, person at heart. And what do you? What What is living to you? Like, what makes life worth living? People. People yeah. makes life worth different people. Joy people. I'm enjoying talking to you. Enjoy talking to my grandson, Nicky. What's happening with you? Right, you still got Iceland? You went to Iceland together. Oh, we went to Iceland. I had to, we shared a room in Iceland. I mean, if I could survive Nick's farts, I can survive this virus. <laughs> you know what I've been thinking about? Like, because I'm always, I'm in America, so I always had this idea that, like, God, why didn't the Jews just leave in World War II? You know, like, just get the fuck out of there. What are you doing? But going through this experience, I can just see a small part of how things just change so quickly, right? Yeah. But you talk about the Jews. But the problem was the British had mandated Palestine. Right? That was the problem. And because they had mandated Palestine, they wouldn't let the Jews in. So basically, in the day, I'm British, but I think they're responsible for six million Jews. Because if they let them in and stop playing silly buggers with the Arabs, yes, six million Jews, or maybe not six million, maybe less, but some would have been saved. What's the main difference between England and America? What's the difference? Yeah. It's not a lot of difference, really. We talk English. You talk English, right? What's the difference? But you're in God's country, America's God country. We're a little island, a little tiny island, UK. Yeah. You're in God's country. You could drive miles and miles and miles and miles. Yeah, but you guys are, you guys are over there laughing at us because we're stupid and fat. No, we're not laughing at you at all. You've got a president. All right, listen, at the end of the day, yeah, yeah, I'm not anti-Trump. Yeah, but you guys, you guys have a Trump. You have Trump Jr. No, we've got no Trump, dude. He's, he's a different ball game. Oh, come he's on. He even looks like Trump. Trump. He's, he's a Trump. He, he don't Trump. look like Trump. He's got, more ball, he's got more balls than Trump. All right. I, I just threw up a little bit. Do you think that society is going to be different after this? Do you think that this will change the world? I don't know how long it's going to last. We don't know how long it's going to last. Don't forget... We had uh, the plagues uh, with Egypt. This is a plague, isn't it? This is a plague. You're frightened to talk to the next person in case you catch something. Yeah, it's but, unreal. Yeah, but the plague... Okay, so what happened with the plague is it got so bad that Jews, the scaredest scaredy cats ever, followed Moses into the ocean. 
So it feels like some good came about it, right? So do you feel like something similar will happen? Like, because we're going to, it's gotten so bad, it'll force us as a society to change. Maybe, maybe not. So do you, do you think that you'll be different after this experience? Well, this has changed you at all and how so? I don't know. Time would tell, was it? <laughs> you think you'll be more happy, like more grateful? Happy? For... I'll never be happy. I'm speaking to a young lady in America. She's phoned me on the landline. Yeah. You're I'm not paying for happier. it, Alan. You're not paying for it. I'm paying for it. You didn't have to phone me on there. You could have done it on uh, on the other thing. What do they call it? You could phone me on the mobile. <laughs> do you have any regrets in your life? Oh, loads of regrets. Go loads on. of them. No, I'm not going to tell you everything. You, you know what? I'm paying a psychiatrist to help me, not you. <laughs> I, I say what? You have about six months left? Living? Yeah. What are you talking about? I'm going to live to 100. Okay, so how do you see... I want to live to 100. You know why I want to live to 100? Because if I live to 100, <laughs> Nikki would be 55. Oh, my God. Or 53. Oh, my God. So how do you see the, the final chapter? Pub? The final chapter, like what? How would you like to to round out this last quarter of a century of your this life? This life, yeah. I'm not, you think I'm going to top myself now? I'm just here. I'm happy talking to you, having a bit of fun with you on the phone. I'm not going to lift it. I'm going to lift this life to full. I enjoy life. Enjoy people. Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> I'm listening. I mean, mm. you're thinking that's, there, aren't you? That's my listening voice. Pun? That's my listening sound. You know, I'm just confirming that I'm hearing you, Alan. You're hearing me. <laughs> so what are you going to say when you put it on the podcast? What are you going to say? I'll probably say, this is the schmuck, Alan. <laughs> big, big schmuck, not little schmuck. <laughs> this is this big schmuck in London, right? And I've been bullshitting him. Well, they don't say bullshitting; they say something else. Tell me exactly how what you American want me. Stuff? Tell me exactly how you want me to introduce you. Go ahead. Just introduce me. This this guy in London. He's blind. He can't see a thing, but he's still living his life. And that's how people should be with disability. Mustn't let people feel sorry for you. And Alan, I don't feel sorry for you. I feel sorry for everyone that has to interact with you. <laughs> you think so? <laughs> Why? I think your wife deserves a medal. A medal? No, I, I'm just kidding. You're lovely. What's advice for how to stay together? Like, how do you keep a relationship together? We're pals. We're friends. You've got to be friends. Yeah. We, we scream and shout at each other, but we're pals at the end of the day. Got to be friends, and then love comes together, doesn't it? You're lovely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's you say. You say that's all the fellas. <laughs> yeah, I guess maybe you that's why. You say that I'm... all to all the fellas. Oh, you're lovely. <laughs> I love you, darling. Yeah. Then listen. you walk away and say, "Fuck him." Hey, listen, Alan. <laughs> I love you, baby. Let's do lunch, okay? I'll have my agent set it up. <laughs> lunch? Where are we gonna have lunch? We can't go out of the house. <laughs> Okay, Alan, you're you're wonderful, and um, am I am oh, I? Oh yeah, you're now you're bullshitting me. <laughs> All right, you know what? You're a <laughs> schmuck, and I hope I never talk oh, no, to you. I'm again. So, 
right, I'm not going to leave you my card anymore because I'm a schmock. <laughs> but if you could call me a schmock, you call me Mr. Schmock. What am I? What am I? Am I a Sheena Meadle? I don't know how you look. Tell me what you look like. I told you. I what got did your br- parents do? I got brown hair. Um, I got big. I got big curly brown hair. I got brown eyes, and yeah. I got great tits. Got big tits. Not too big, but but yeah. Yeah. Big tits. <laughs> what about big ass? I do. I got a big ass for sure. <laughs> and I think we should stop the interview now before My wife's we get... in the other room. She's listening to me. <laughs> <What? laughs> Alright, Alan. Take care. I hope you survive the plague. I have a feeling you will. Um, I'll survive. I'll survive. <laughs> okay. Very interesting conversation. Uh, I'm pretty sure I just had phone sex with my friend's grandpa. Sorry about that. Love is blind. <laughs> Literally. Um, but really, like, listening back on my interview, he's such a pissa. Um, to me, he's so inspiring. Like, I honestly can't fucking imagine being blind, being trapped in the house, being 80, all of these things. And Alan just fucking milks life, and he knows what's important. There's nothing better than a good conversation. Um, it's so It's so fucking true. And I just love how he doesn't feel sorry for himself and he just fucking does it um i really am thinking like i want to send him braille of my boobs or something so if anyone knows how to do that slide in my dms um okay so we're going to try a new segment on the show that my producer jonathan's probably going to delete it's called rabbi jesse's corner so there, like i swear to god i had a half a martini the other night and i was just like googling my favorite midrash and torah portions because jews know how to get through shitty times that's really basically all we've ever had so there's this torah i don't know if it's like a lesson or a saying or like it's part of the i don't i'm like totally plagiarizing a rabbi right now um but there's this saying in the torah that is in one hand for my sake the world was created and in the other hand i am but dust and ashes and i really love this saying um that you know you are the center of your own experience you need to be the hero of your own story every sneeze or broken toe that you have is a total tragedy but also you're no one you're nothing you are fucking dust and ashes so in judaism we carry one of these sayings in each of our ca- our pockets we carry both of these and both of them can be true so when we're going through such a horrible tragedy right now we need to tend to ourselves we need to realize what's going on we need to look inward and we also have to realize like bitch it's not about you and your mustache the world is so much bigger help others um so i really found that to be really helpful okay so next week we are continuing with our british invasion we have cynthia green okay she is super posh based on her accent like super posh and you know, she's 99 years old, our, our oldest interviewer so far, and she's the kind of woman, she really looks like she's never farted, like she's never had a yeast infection. She's super proper. Um, I, I genuinely get very insecure around this woman. I actually did shave my legs for our interview, um, even though it was over the phone, because I don't know, I'm just not like a woman with a capital W, you know? I don't know how to like, 
you know, read by candlelight and sip tea. So I really want to be this woman. Uh, so she's so gracious to talk to me. She has class up the ass. She really gives me tips on how to quit sorry, feeling sorry for myself, how to get on with it, how to get on with life. So tune in next week. We're going to keep checking along. I love you guys. Slide in my DMs, mom. Later. Closening is hosted and produced by me, Jesse Conweiler. You can find me on Instagram at jesse underscore Conweiler or email me at jesse at jessieconweiler.com. Closening is a production of Reboot Studios. The show's executive producers are David Katznelson and Noam Dromi. Audio engineering by Jonathan London. To learn more about Reboot, you can visit www.rebooters.net.